Dr. Mike here. Did you know that 26 million Americans suffer from daily pain? Stay tuned to learn about a novel treatment. This is Live Forever-ish with Michael A. Smith, MD. Here's Dr. Mike. Yeah, 20, 26 million Americans suffering with daily pain. This came uh, from a NIH, National Institutes of Health, uh, survey that they conducted in 2015. The actual results were published in the Journal of Pain a couple years later, but that's um, that's staggering to me. The actual stat is um, within the preceding three months up to the survey, 26 million Americans said they dealt with daily pain. I, that's a lot. That means that means a few of you listening to this uh, are, are dealing with daily pain, and that could be, our, you know, joint related. It could be trauma related. It could be some chronic situation, um, low back pain. How common is that? Uh, and so, it, it, this is this is a huge issue, right? We people shouldn't be living with daily pain. There there has to be something that that we can do uh, for you if you're one of those people. Now, what most people do, and this this was out in the survey too, um, most people trying to deal with uh, daily pain like this uh, are taking either two things. They're doing the over-the-counter route, which is the NSAIDs, you know, ibuprofen, for instance, um, Advil, something like that, and usually high doses. Um, 600, 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. That's a lot. And people, that's what people need to do though, to cover that daily pain. Uh, and, and then the other option are, of course, are the prescription painkillers, the opioids. Now, as far as the over-counter drugs go, um, they, they, they help a little bit. Uh, but I, but my experience and what I, what I understand and what is supported by this survey is that, you know, daily use of them, first of all, has side effects. There's stomach issues. There's kidney issues. Um, if you're going the Tylenol route, which is a little different from the NSAIDs, there's liver issues there. You know, using high doses of these over-the-counter pain medications. Um, and the other and the other issue is is they don't work all that great. I mean, they they cover the pain a little bit, um, but you have to take another dose, sometimes even a higher dose. So it's in in many cases it's multiple doses within. A 24-hour period, and 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 people are getting minimal pain relief, so not a great option. So then the other option is to go to your doctor. Excuse <clears throat> me, go to a um a pain specialist, right, and go for the pres- prescription opioids. Now I'm not. This is not a. This is not a podcast to to talk about you know um, the addiction, the dependency of the opioids, and and the 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 epidemic problem that we have with people taking opioids. I want to take it a different route for this podcast that that truthfully speaking, the opioids, they're not even targeting the underlying problem in daily chronic pain. That's right. The opioids are basically a band-aid. They block pain receptors in your brain. So you have a different perception of that pain. But the pain's still there. The issue is still there. The underlying reason for your daily chronic pain is not even being addressed. And so it's not, in my opinion, a great option 
does it mean opioids don't have their place, right? Acute pain, acute cancer pain, acute trauma pain. They do. They actually do. But of course, you hear what I said? Acute. You know, they're, they're, they're indicated for a short time period. People are taking them all the time, every day, chronically. And we're seeing the results of that. So, And, and at the same time, as I said, they're just Band-Aids. They're not actually addressing the underlying cause of your daily chronic pain. And so that brings me to this next part here that I think is wonderful and it's awesome. Uh, and it's what I like about natural medicine so much where, you know, we, we uh, the doctors and researchers who are really into natural medicine really spend a lot of time looking at what, what we call, it's a fancy word, the pathophysiology of a condition, meaning we really study what's going on to cause the problem. What's the underlying mechanisms that lead to whatever condition you have, in this case, daily chronic pain. And we've learned something from all that research. It's taken a while, uh, but we've come up with something. Now, it, listen, it's evolving. Our knowledge and understanding of why some people develop daily chronic pain and versus why others don't is still evolving. We're learning a lot, but we know enough right now to start changing how we treat this, how we treat the, the daily chronic pain. We have enough knowledge now to know that the opioids are not addressing any of this stuff that we've learned. So what have we learned? Well, in developing chronic pain, there's four steps that occur. And the very first step is what we call peripheral nerve inflammation. So you have some sort of trauma, an injury, maybe a cancer, an infection, whatever it is, you have some sort of insult to a specific part of the body. And as the body starts to fight that and then eventually win and recover, right, there is some residual inflammation that hangs around. And that inflammation specifically targets nerve endings. And that's why it's called peripheral, outside the brain, peripheral nerve inflammation. It's really interesting. The inflammation is being driven by a specific immune cell that's supposed to be your friend. This immune cell is very important to helping to recover. But in some people, this one particular immune cell, it's called a mast cell, M-A-S-T. The mast cell doesn't shut off and keeps pumping out inflammation when it shouldn't. And that leads to step number one in the development of daily chronic pain, and that is peripheral nerve inflammation. Now, once that happens, step two is there are pain receptors around those inflamed nerve endings that become oversensitized now. Because of all that inflammation going on, these pain receptors are just constantly receiving signals to turn on pain, 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 pain. They're hypersensitive. Step three, then, is those pain receptors are constantly sending the signal now into the spinal cord. And just like in the peripheral part of this, in the spinal cord, there are, there are um, nerve cells that are now becoming hypersensitive as well. And then step number four is those spinal cord nerves send these signals constantly up into the brain. And what happens there? Well, that's step number four. What happens in the brain is there is something, there's a, there's a neurotransmitter in the brain that plays an important role in how you perceive pain. And that neurotransmitter is called GABA, G-A-B-A. -A. It's an inhibitory neurotransmitter. 
And it turns out that when the GABA centers, the pain centers in the brain are constantly receiving signals from the spinal cord neurons who are hypersensitive because of the pain receptors at that site of injury, because of all that inflammation, eventually what happens in the brain with the GABA is you develop GABA resistance. The GABA just doesn't work as well. And then that's when you feel and experience that daily chronic pain. So four steps have been identified and why some people develop pain like this, this daily pain. Again, peripheral nerve inflammation, number one, hypersensitive pain receptors around that site of injury, hypersensitive spinal cord neurons, and then a GABA resistance in the brain because of all that activity. So here's what, again, going back to natural medicine, here's what I like about you know, what I study and what I practice now that we understand these four steps. And again, I, listen, it's evolving. This is what we know today, right? And, and that's, science is always evolving. We, we always have to be open to that. Never believe anybody if they tell you, well, that's it. This is exactly how it is, and that's just it. <laughs> Don't believe any scientist or doctor that tells you that. Science is about observation and, and testing and retesting. So what we know today are those four steps. So what are we going to do? Well, how about if we target those four steps? For, forget, forget the opioid Band-Aid for the brain, right? Let's, let's find nutrients in nature that can specifically target those four steps. And there's a couple of them I want to share with you. And I, I do believe this, this really could be a game changer for people with chronic pain. Number one is a natural fat that your body makes. It's called PEA, palometal ethylolamide. <laughs> P it's <a> tongue twister. <laughs> PEA. We'll just we'll just keep it simple. Again, notice what I said about it. It's a natural fat. It's, it's intrinsic. Your body makes this. And one of the things that PEA does is it inhibits mast cells. Remember that first step in developing chronic pain? The mast cells not turning off, causing that peripheral nerve inflammation. That's step number one. You remember that? Well, PEA inhibits that process. Now, why PEA is not working as well in chronic pain patients? I don't know. We, we haven't, that's still part of learning. That's still part of this uh, um, evolution of what we understand about all this. But what we do know is PEA is deficient and dysfunctional in people with chronic pain. So let's give it back. So that's what this is. PEA does come in supplement form and it's, it's basically PEA replacement therapy. You're given the, your body what it needs to calm down those mast cells and pretty much target the very first step in chronic pain development. This is now, this is inflammation, right? This is, and I want you, that's true, understand that, but this is not, because I often get the question at this point when I'm, when I'm lecturing and stuff, um, well, what about CBD oil? What about curcumin? What about some of the natural anti-inflammatories that I'm already taking or that I already know about? Um, that's a great question. Uh, the natural anti-inflammatories that, that most of us are familiar with, like curcumin, or even if you're getting into it, CBD oil, right? Those are more for systemic inf inflammation. You see, developing chronic pain, step number one, the peripheral nerve inflammation, that's a specific type of inflammation coming from the mast cell. It's not systemic. 
It's an immune modulated inflammation. PEA targets that specifically. CBDs, curcumins, boswellias, all the even the over-the-counter NSAIDs and Tylenols, they're not targeting that specific inflammation. They're targeting just overall general or systemic inflammation. PEA, as far as my knowledge goes, is the only thing that's specifically working on that mast cell, which is the cell causing that immune-modulated inflammation, step number one of chronic pain development, PEA, about 600 milligrams a day. Two or three really nice clinical trials have been done. Yeah. Um, in In one study... 600 milligrams a day. It was about 629 people put into two groups, placebo versus PEA. They looked at pain scores and quality of life scores, and there was significant improvement across the board for PEA um, and uh, absolutely no improvement in even worsening scores for the people in the placebo group. PEA has also been compared in a couple of studies to ibuprofen, one of those over-the-counter NSAIDs. And yeah, in in those studies or in that one study specifically, PEA outperformed ibuprofen. PEA targeting that first step in chronic pain development. But what about the rest of the steps? Well, we're still working on that, but we do have something exciting that I'd like to share with you. We have found an interesting um, plant extract. It's called Hinocchio. It's a plant extract, and it's been shown to break the GABA resistance that we find in chronic pain patients. Remember the fourth step? GABA is that inhibitory neurotransmitter that plays an important role in how you perceive pain. It's not working in chronic pain patients. That constant signaling coming up from the spinal cord is kind of wiping it out. It's still there. The GABA levels aren't dropping as a matter of fact, they might even be going higher in a resistance-type uh, environment, but um, it's just not working. It's not binding to its receptors and stuff the way it should. Hinocchio is a plant extract that, at least in animal models, has been shown to allow GABA to, to work better and, and, and to help your body manage and perceive that pain better. So natural medicine, understanding those four steps, allows natural medicine then to target at least two of those steps right now. PEA targeting that first step and Hinocchio breaking GABA resistance. So there's hope out there, right? Um, if you're one of the 26 million Americans you know, suffering from this chronic daily pain, think about nature for a second. Go check out at Life Extension PEA and Hinocchio. You're listening to Live Foreverish. For more podcasts, please visit liveforeverish.com. That's liveforeverish.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.